Welcome to a place where we combine equal parts science, technology, design, and entrepreneurship. Then we gradually stir in magic to the mixture, and you have the Perception Podcast. Join us in conversations with design heroes, inspirational thinkers, business leaders, and trailblazers across the globe. On this episode of the Perception Podcast, we have a special guest for all our listeners. Please welcome Vince LaViolette. He is Vice President of Operations at Shelby American in Las Vegas. Since joining Shelby in 1999, Vince has been a staple in the process of automotive development, including R&D, product line management, and even vehicle development with the legend Carol Shelby. From owning a race car shop and racing in the Winston West NASCAR Series, to customizing cars and test driving for Shelby. Vince is a mastermind when it comes to all things on the road. So buckle up and let's talk shop with Vince LaViolette. We'd like to welcome Vince LaViolette to the podcast. Hey Vince, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Great to be here, you guys. Great to have you. Yeah. So uh, Vince... As you know, I'm a super huge um, uh, Ford fanatic and a Mustang um, maniac. Uh, we'll get deeper into that a little bit later, but um, we wanted to start by just uh, kind of hearing a little bit about your history with cars and how you became interested in the in the automotive world. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I was kind of ruined from a young age. Uh, my dad was a motorcycle racer. Grandpa was a drag racer. And the other one was a road racer. So... Hmm. Pretty much grew up in it, you know, my whole life. Uh, been, uh, you know, it, it just, I, I think everything I've done, you know, it, it, it's funny when you, when you look back at your life and you kind of figure out, you know, where you're going in life and how you got there. I really had no idea I would end up here at Shelby, you know. I mean, who would ever think that you'd end up in a place like this? And then I realized that my whole life, all the, you know, all the stuff that I've been doing was kind of training me for this job. So, uh, when I, when I was younger, I was, you know, I, I was excited about stuff. Uh, I wanted to be a machinist, got into machining, uh, started doing uh, engine parts, motorcycle parts, those kind of things while I was still in school. And then, uh, got into, uh, another company where I was doing uh, boat engines. I was doing high performance boat engines. So started kind of learning a little bit more about motors and those kind of things. Plus helping dad in the garage, building grandpa's motors, those kind of things. So, kind of put all that together then uh and then i decided i wanted to kind of get into the automotive industry you know more and more uh started working at uh, uh custom shops helping my friend at night doing uh, movie cars down in california and realized that the the, the design and the, uh, the molding and, and the bodywork and stuff was super easy for me it was just something that i kind of fell into that was real easy but then I wanted to kind of, you know, get more and more into it. So I learned, uh, you know, chassis work and electrical and then got into dealerships and started doing dealership stuff and then got into painting. Uh, so I just kind of went, you know, kind of full round, worked my way up from, you know, uh, 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 as a painter all the way up into management to where I started running shops and, and you know, running dealerships and uh, just you know, kind of learning more and more and more. I always wanted to learn the next step or the ne the next thing to it. Um, in the, about in 1983, I got into uh, racing myself. I got into uh, Winston West NASCAR and started racing back then. 
And uh, that was, it was exciting for me. The, the owner of the dealership was a, you know, was well-known racer and, and uh, I was working on his cars. And one day he says, Hey, he says, why don't I give you that car over there? He'd come out to the track with me. And I went out and did that. And uh, I was hooked. I was just, this is, this is what I'm going to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it gives you a nice been, adrenaline rush. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was, it was something that was, it was, it was another thing that was pretty easy for me. I, I actually excelled pretty well in it and, and did very good with it. And then uh, actually turned it into a career. So uh, having a hot rod race car shops, you know, and uh, uh, getting my kids into racing and those kind of things. And it was just, uh, it's just kind of evolved from there. You know, my, my mm -hmm. whole life has just been into automotive and, and doing those kind of things. I mean, when I was in high school, you know, I, I had auto shop two periods a day, you know, and I was the TA and that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I knew I was going to be in this business, but I didn't know how far I was able to actually go and, and where I would actually end up. And that's, that's pretty right. exciting itself. So you joined Shelby in uh, 1999. How did you become part of that team? So uh, one of the one of the guys I used to work with down in uh, California um, called me up one day and he said, "Hey, I says I moved down to the Vegas area, and uh, he says all the dealerships here are all closing their body shops and they want a central body shop and they want me to run it and I'd like you to come down and be my partner." So I've been living up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, raising my kids up there and I'm racing up there and had a couple shops. And, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the snow. I'm going to come back down. I'm from California. So I, I like the warm weather. So I says, I'll come on down. I says, but if I go down there, I says, is the shop done? Is it ready to go? And he goes, no, no, it's not going to be done for about another six months. I go, well, I kind of like to work while I'm down there. So is there anything, any place to work down there? And he goes, well, I drive by this Shelby place every day. He goes, I'll grab you an application. So he grabbed me an application and I got it and I got online. I looked, I'm going, dang, this is the old man's place, you know? And hmm. so I put all my, uh, all my racing and fabrication and painting and all my metalworking, you know, when, when I was up in Idaho, I had a, a restoration shop and I'm pretty good with an English wheel and stuff, making all my own quarter panels and fenders and all that kind of stuff. So I put all that stuff on there. They called me right up and they said, uh, yeah, we need you to come down Carol wants to talk to you. So uh, I flew down, uh, sat down and talked to him for a little bit. And uh, he says, uh, he goes, well, you're the guy I'm looking for. <laughs> I says, wow. <laughs> you know, Shelby's looking for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, this is crazy. This amazing. is kind of cool. Oh, it was just, it was, it was amazing to me. You know, I mean, your, your heart's going, you're going like, man, this is, this is like the coolest place ever. <laughs> but it, you know what I really, what I realized is uh, I started talking to him and he was a, uh, He's a very humble man, but he's a very stern on if he asks you to do something, everything is a test. You have to, you have to perform. So um, I remember he, he says, uh, he goes, well, son, he goes, you want to work for me? And I says, yeah, I'll, I'll work for you. He goes, well, what do you want? So I told him, he says, okay. I'm all like, dang, I should have said a lot more. That was way too fast, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I told him, I says, well, I got a problem. I says, I got, I got three shops going up North. I says, I got a big barn and I got a bed acre half full of cars. I says, I got to figure out how to get them all down here. He says, well, he says, I'll give you a couple months to get your stuff together. He says, you best get up and get busy. Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so I went up and 
got, sold the house and sold the shops and did all that stuff and got everything down here. And I'll never forget the first day I walked in and uh, he calls me up and I, you know, I walked in the shop. We walked out back and he kind of showed me around a little bit. And I says, well, what do you want me to do? He says, well, I need you. He goes, I got you for R&D. He says, so he goes, what I want to do is, he goes, I got a problem. He says, what's that? He says, I got these Cobras, 427 Cobras. He says, they're starting to beat me in the straightaways. He goes, I got them in the corners. He goes, but they're beating me in the straightaways. He says, I need something I can bolt on these cars to where I can go ahead and a guy can get beat on Friday, go home on Saturday, put this kid on, come back on Sunday, and you could win him. He says, and I need it to all fit under the hood of the Cobra. And you can't tell that anything happened. Well, okay. Wow. I said, uh, <laughs> so let me look at it. So I looked at it, opened the hood, measured a few things. And I had a few tricks up my sleeve and I'm going, okay. I says, yeah, I can do that for you. So uh, I go, where do you want me to work? He says, well, I got this shop here. I got four shops across the street over there. And I got an engine shop down in Gardena. He said, they're all yours go ahead and get busy. So, <laughs> so I went ahead and got busy, started getting busy. And it was, uh, it was about two months before I had everything done. Uh, what I did is I put a, uh, I put a vortex supercharger on the front of the motor, set it all down under the hood, made a new uh, carburetor box for it, uh, changed the ignition system on it, uh, did a nice tune, stuff like that. So I got them probably about 80, 90 more horsepower out of this thing. <laughs> put him in the car one day and told him, here you go. It's all done. He took off and drove around the block and he was gone for a while. He came back with this big old grin. He said, son, we're building cars. He says, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of neat. That was kind of my first, first thing. And what I, you know, what I didn't realize at the time, which I, I did later was that, you know, like I said, everything, everything was a test. So if, if you told Carol, you could do something, and you performed and actually pulled it off, then you were hundred percent in there. But I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people come through the shop. I've been here 21 years and, and I, I see a lot of people that come through the shop that tell Carol, Hey, I could do this, or I could do that. And, and, you know, a month later, you, you don't see him anymore. You know, <laughs> he was, he was that kind of guy. He's like, you said, he goes, you know, he goes, I made my success by surrounding myself with hot rodders and drivers that knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, that was, that, that was, that was, you know, pretty cool. And, and, and to be part of a, you know, part of the family like that was, was, was pretty neat. So, I mean, ever since I started here, I've always given 110%, you know, so it's just, you always give a little bit more. You're always the first guy here and the last guy to leave and, and those kind of things. And, and it's paid off, you know, we're, mm -hmm. We're doing good now. We're, you know, we're a company now where we do uh, 700 vehicles a year, you know, show uh, the Shelby Mustangs. We do over, you know, a thousand to 1500 trucks a year of, of the, you know, di different style trucks. Right. So we've, we've really progressed. And when I started for them, you know, we were doing maybe, you know, 20, 20, 30 cars a year. That was it. So we've, we've really come a long way. Right. So, so, so take me through or take us through, um, I guess a day in the life, but I feel like a day isn't enough. Maybe like um, <clears throat> a week of, of of the life of uh, Vince. So you're, you know, you, you're you gotta you gotta design, you gotta race to prove that your designs are working well or not. Um, mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So take me through like a a compressed week or oh. a compressed month of what goes yeah. on. Yeah. 
so basically basically like uh car design so uh car design usually i'm designing next year's car while i'm designing this year's car put it that way so mm -hmm. I, I i'm always thinking thinking ahead um i never want to lay all my cards on the table i know where i want to go usually with a product um everything is three-year cycles you know three four-year cycles on cars so when i first start you know i first start designing the car i'll just kind of i'll kind of do some sketches uh, get a couple ideas of what I want to do. Um, I go out into, uh, I have a clay studio. I'll go out into the, I'll go out into the clay studio and go ahead and, um, you know, start putting a, put her up and I'll put a car up, start designing the fender, uh, laying it all out, do it in foam or do it in clay, whatever. And then once I get the design I want, then I'll go ahead and, you know, start, start building, you know, the, the fenders or the quarter panels or the front end or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, but in the meantime, while I'm doing that, uh, I take the base car. Usually we get a car about a year early. I've already got all the 24 cars and stuff. So I'm already testing on those right now. So we've already got, everything's pretty much in the can for that, but but anyway, so what I'll do is while I'm, you know, while I'm starting to do the, the body and everything, I've already figured out what size kind of I want to do with the tires and those kind of things. So that's when the testing starts. So I'll take a car to the track, um, put it, put a, a certain suspension on it, and then I'll go ahead and I'll test that suspension. Then I'll go ahead. Once I got the spring rate that I want, then I'll go ahead and start doing the, uh, the, the shock rates. You know, uh, nowadays everything's electronic, so I'm able to, you know, electronically go ahead and, and uh, uh, you know, set change all the algorithms in it to make it mm -hmm. to where the car the car works the best. So I start doing that, and then the next thing I'll do after that is uh, start working with you know. Now that I got that where I want it, I got kind of a tire size that I want. Then I start dialing it in from there. And then I know that the package that I have is, you know, is going to work good. Start working on the braking, um, those kind of things. So now that I got, now that I got the braking and the suspension down, um, now I know what size tire I'm going to run. So I can go back to the shop and go ahead and, and finalize the fenders with the tires that I'm using, get all the sizes right. And then I start working on the cooling part of it. So the next thing I do is, uh, you know, since we're out here in the desert, um, I, I got a really good uh, track over in uh, uh, Pahrump, which is a Spring Mountain Motorsports Park. And I got a garage over there and stuff. And I'm able to go over and do testing all through the year. So in the wintertime, when it's cold, I'll do my, uh, my suspension and my tire testing. So that's usually the first thing I do. That's why I usually start with that, get all that dialed in. And then uh, when it starts getting hot, you know, I'm, I'm pulling 138, 140 degrees off the track. You know, track temperatures then i start yep. doing all my uh, engine uh, testing and transmission and those kind of things i start working out the cooling on the car you know how much how much cooling do i need how, what size coolers am i going to have to run um you know is is the is the transmission going to overheat on this car am i going to have rear end overheating problems those kind of things so then i start and then i start taking those things into consideration and then go back to the shop and start figuring on the nose of the car. You know what I mean? How much air we're going to bring in the front of the car, where, you know, where I'm going to bring the air in, uh, how much splitter we're going to put on the car and, and those kind of things. So we start, you know, we start dialing, dialing those kind of things in. 
So now I know that I'm going to run a, a, a certain size uh, cooler for the transmission and a certain size cooler for the engine, you know, oil tank, oil. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to design the openings on the front of the car per that. So that has a lot of things to do. It's, you know, what's funny is, you know, when I first started with Carol, he used to tell me, he says, you know, Vince, he says, I love the way you design my cars. He says, I love what you do. He says, do me a favor. It says never ever put a scoop, a wing, or a hole in one of my cars that isn't efficient. So, mm -hmm. I, whenever whenever I'm designing, I'm I'm thinking of that. You know what I mean? I I can't have anything that's on there just to be on there. Everything has a purpose. Mm. So you know, redesigning the front ends of the Mustangs. You know, the the Mustang as as a as a whole is is a great car, but there's a lot of things you can do to to make it a lot better. So. I'll when you're designing, it. Vince, when you're designing, yeah. do you do you sketch? Do you do moldings? Do you or do you use software like CAD? Is what are your tools when you're in that phase? So first part is uh, uh, just some line sketching, um, and then uh, then I bring in a guy because I'm not the computer guy. I'm a hand guy. I can build you anything mm -hmm. out of anything out of anything, but. When it comes to you know computer stuff, I'm a little slow. I'm old school. Sure. So mm -hmm. I bring in a I bring in a guy and we do everything in Polygon. So we'll go ahead and I'll you know I'll say bring this out here, add this in here. I want to put in this and I'll sketch out the stuff and then we'll add it into the car and then we'll kind of come up with a concept look. And the reason I like doing that is um, I have every everybody from you know 16 year old kids that are here all the time with their dads and. And most of my crowd, you know, most of my mechanics are pretty young guys. They're all in their 20s. And then all the way up to, you know, some of my senior guys in the office, they're, you know, 75 years old. Mm -hmm. So if I can bring that sketch around and get, you know, 80% of the people to understand what I'm doing and like where we're going with the car, then I know I'm going in the right direction. Now, you know, a few times I've, I've you know, gone in a few directions and they go like, well... Yeah, that's okay. When they say that's okay, that means they don't like it. So <laughs> I got to go back to the drawing board, basically. So, you know, we, we try to evolve things. This this year, I'm actually changing a lot of stuff with the car. So I'm changing the look of the Shelby completely this year. So it's it's time. Uh, we've used, you know, uh, the, the hood designs and stuff like that that we've used. We've used them up, basically that design. Uh, now it's time to go to something new. So that's mm -hmm. just, you know, it's, 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 you're, you're trying to evolve your, your, you know, it's, it's a whole new crowd. Um, you know, the, the way the kids are nowadays and everything, uh, with the video games and the designs that are, you know, on, on video games. I mean, a lot of these graphic designers right now, you know, they're, they're, they're coming up with some really cool stuff. You know, yeah. a lot of the stuff isn't practical and doesn't work, but it, it doesn't matter as long as you're on those lines you know what I mean? My, my biggest challenge as being a designer is build a car that the, the senior crowd that we've had for so many years, you know, like, and still build a car that brings something new out for the younger kids. Because if I don't get the younger kids involved, I'm not going to have a business. So that's, you know, we, we got to think of that all the time. It's, it's, we have to target to the younger, the younger crowd. So I'll get a little bit out there with some stuff, you know, this year I'm going, I'm kind of going out on a limb this year and I'm, I'm getting a little wilder, but I think if I don't do that, I'm going to lose what I have right now. 
Mm-hmm. Now the new movie uh, Ford versus Ferrari came out. So mm-hmm. that is that that is you know that opened a whole new thing for me because basically you know for the company, what it's done is it's it's brought the younger crowd into the shop again you know what right. i mean to see exactly yep. what's going on they're excited about that and you know we have the cars down here we have a nice little museum set up and and it's the factory where we build the cars and they come in and they actually see what's going on you know these are rear wheel drive 850 horsepower cars that you can buy at a dealership you know that's 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 big for these kids nowadays you know that drifting yeah. is a, a big thing that we you know, we have a couple of drift cars that we do and, you know, and, and we're getting, you know, more and more out there in, in, in the racing, you know, industries. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy and I have been to uh, Vegas a bunch for CES and, you know, we've seen it progress from, you know, an electronic show, so to speak, to, you know, automotive taking over a huge section of the show. Um, but I've been to the, yeah. uh, the museum a bunch of times. I, I probably have in my computer, uh, like my wish list. It was like a 2012 Grabber Blue wide body Shelby that I think I grabbed the brochure <laughs> at the at the facility there, and I was just like, "This is it." I was probably telling Jeremy on the way home on the flight, like, "This is it. This is the one. I, I got to get it. I got to get it." Um, so, so just as far as like doing what what you guys do uh, at at Shelby, you know, you, you're taking you know these these well, I'll say stock Mustangs, but do you also, do you have plans to do anything with like the dark horse or anything else that comes out? Or is that something that's completely separate? Um, dark horse is going to be um, um, something that Ford is working on. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually step up a little higher than that. Yep. So um, uh, yes, there will be something that will compete with the dark horse. <laughs> but, but if someone that was to have a dark horse and brought it there and said, Hey, I need you to make, cause they, cause they like the lines or whatever it might be. Yeah. Would you, would you do you guys, um, I guess no. add additional horsepower? No. Okay. So it's literally. No, uh, yeah. We, we don't, we used to do that. You know, it used to be a package thing to where, right. um, you would go in ahead and you brought your car in and you bought a package and then we put the package mm-hmm. on the car and they get the CSM number and those kind of things. Right. We don't do that anymore. So okay. right now everything is through dealers. So you would go to your dealer and you would, uh, you design, you know, or, you know, build your car up the way you want it type thing. And mm-hmm. then we build the car and then the car gets delivered to you. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. That's how the last one, uh, that's when I ordered mine, it, it was at Gowden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I had to order it through, uh, through them to get it uh, from from you guys. Yeah, you mentioned um, the uh, the movie uh, that came out a few years ago. I'm curious, what were your what were your thoughts on the film? Uh, what are some things they got right, and what were some things that uh, they took some license on? Yeah, we, you know, I mean, you know, I I, I thought, you know, I'm just going like, I'm looking at the actors, going, I don't know if they could be able to pull this off, you know. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Actually, they did an awesome job. They did a really good job. Um, you know. As far as the storyline, it was it was pretty close. You know, I mean, Carol, you know, Carol's a jokester. He's the kind of guy that would throw bolts over there and steal, you know, watches and those kind of things. That's something he did. Him, the way he talked with Ford and stuff. Yes, that that's that that was Carol. That's the that's the way he was. Um, things like him getting in a fight with Ken and stuff like that. No, that's that's not you know that that's not Carol. But anyway, a, a lot of the things were pretty much in line. And uh, the the thing that was most exciting for me about the movie was it, it, it was a car movie, but it wasn't. 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was kind of a, it was kind of a lifestyle movie and and kind of about Ken's life and those kind of things. And and I think that's what they did the best job on. Really, is they 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 told the show they told the Shelby story, but it was kind of you know it, it was kind of about Ken's life, which was you know which was exciting at the time. And and that's what you know gave Carol you know a lot of notoriety you know and kind of let you see how how a small company can work with Ford you know mm-hmm. you know what's funny is is right now we're probably better with Ford right now than we've ever been um, Gary uh, Patterson our president right now he's actually moved to Michigan and uh, he's there all the time because we have projects that we're doing with Ford now that are pretty extensive and uh the only way you can really work with a big corporation like that is to be able to walk in the door every day and and show your face and 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 you know keep everything moving keep the ball rolling basically Mm -hmm. when you're when you're on the phone you're talking to people you know you you have a tendency to where when you hang up you have other things that you have to do so it's it's very important that you work together with a company like that and we've been blessed to where uh, we do, you know, we do a lot of, a lot of testing. I do thousands of miles a year on track and Gary does the same thing. So I, I think we're probably one of the only car companies where the president and the vice president, you know, both are the test drivers for the company. So uh, we always tell everybody who says, yeah, we wear a suit as a president and vice president, but ours has a zipper all the way up the front, you know, it's- <laughs> and it's fireproof <laughs> <laughs> and it's fireproof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what's one of your favorite vehicles you have it, uh, you've ever taken for a test drive? It could be Shelby or non Shelby. Uh, actually the new GT, oh. the new GT. I've, I've raced that a couple of times, the new GTs. So they're, they're pretty cool car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of fun. You know, I, I just, uh, I'm a, I'm a track guy. So, you know, I, I, I live on the track. So handling and uh, is, is the most important thing to me, handling and braking, you yep. know, horse, horsepower is always, I always tell everybody horsepower is a secondary, right. You know, you, you, you need horsepower when you're not good enough to, <laughs> to wheel with everybody else. Yep. But, well, as you know, you know, we, we worked on the 2017, the 4GT, the, the, yeah. We'll call it the prototype, um, you know, designing the the digital gauge cluster and center stack. And that was our first project, uh, major project with Ford. And that was, you know, when you get a call, you know, just imagine me being a, a Ford fanatic and we get a call and they're like, you got to come to to Ford and come look at something we're working on. You know, I yeah. almost had a heart attack. And then when I, when I walk in the room <laughs> and I see this thing, you know, of course, it's yeah. a very small clay figure. I'm thinking it's the next, you know. For G, I mean, um, uh, Mustang GT, like an, an, a new, a new, you know, Shelby, you know, uh, I'm like, could it be the RS that doing something with the uh, the Focus RS? You know, that that was the time frame back then. Yeah. Um, and then this GT just comes out, and I'm like, oh my god, uh, Jeremy had to had to like hold me up. I was ready to faint. My legs came out from under me. It was nuts. <laughs> so when it's I come visit awesome. you, you got to get me. You got to get me into one of those cars because I've yet to. I, we sat in the buck of one, but it was just you know the seats and kind of. You know, just the front part. I yeah. Never got to sit in a real one. I never got to drive it. I don't expect to drive one, but you gotta, you gotta get me uh, seated in one for sure. Because yeah, I, oh yeah, it's 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 amazing. They're amazing cars. I mean, and when you you know when 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 you get in with the experienced driver, it's a whole nother world. It's like mm-hmm. wow. Yep. You know, I'm I'm blessed. I I run uh, I run uh, vintage GT40s for some of my customers too. I race those also. 
So they're 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 pretty fun. But that's what's, you know. Go ahead. What's your most memorable uh, racing experience? Um, my so the, the the most exciting. Well, I mean, I've had plenty of them. You know, I've had bad accidents. You know, good times. But the coolest thing I've ever done working here. It, it was just, it was totally amazing. So um, back in the sixties, um, uh, Ford actually designed an independent rear suspension Mustang back in 65. Um, they started to work with it. Uh, they actually gave it to Carol and asked Carol if he would uh, dial it in and see, you know, see if he could make it work. Uh, they took it and they actually turned it into a race car. So um, they started doing testing with the car. Um, they tried to get it on track. They couldn't get it on the track. Finally, they, uh, they got an opening on a track down in California. Uh, it was July, like July 8th or something like that, 7th or 8th or something like that was the only day they could get to test. So they went down did their testing on the car, got it all dialed in, got some good shocks on it, got it to where it actually worked really nice. You know, an independent rear suspension car was unheard of in the day, mm -hmm. especially out of a Mustang. So they got that going. Then they decided, let's go ahead and campaign this car. Let's go ahead and take it out. So they took it out. The first race they raced in, uh, they qualified third. Uh, they took that and they they ran the race, uh, made it all the way to the front and uh, won first place in the, in, in the car. So anyway, um, about three years ago, uh, the original Venice crew, which is the guys that built, you know, built all the original uh, GT 350s for Carroll. They mm -hmm. all got back together. They've started their own shop and they're actually building the original 350s again. You know, not, not original, mm -hmm. but right. original guys are building them. Right. Anyway, so they gave me a call about three years ago and I work with them a lot of time. They say, Vince, they says, uh, I need you to do me a favor if you could. And I said, what that? They said, I'd like you to race one of our cars for us. And I said, sure, you know, because I always say sure when someone asks me to race their car. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he said, uh, we're going to be doing some testing. And uh, he goes, uh, we're going to go test at Willow Springs. He goes, because that's where, you know, down in California, that's where we originally tested the car. He says, I'll give you a date. So they tried to get it, tried to get a date, tried to get a date. Well, it turned out that it happened to be July 7th or 8th. So anyway, it was exactly the same days that they had years ago that they got the car. So I went down, did testing. They did a nice video and everything like that. They had been videotaping the building of the car. Uh, we went down and did a full test day. We had three different drivers down there. We all drove it, uh, all put our input in it, changed the shocks up, got everything working great on the car. We, we had a car that worked, worked really nice. So then they said, uh, well, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and set up a race. So we got, they went ahead and set up a race. Now I knew nothing of the history of this car. I, I, I didn't know anything about it. I just knew that they were, they had this independent car and they wanted me to race it. So anyway, we went out, uh, we went out to the racetrack raced. I qualified third in the car. <laughs> it was a hot day. So, uh, we raced the race. I came in first place. Um, wow. I had three. 80 year old men crying, standing up on a podium with me. <laughs> so excited that we actually repeated history almost 100%. You know what I mean? It, it yeah, was just, crazy. it was, it, it was probably the neatest feeling I ever had racing. You know what I mean? Is, wow. is, is the feeling of these guys, how excited they were and how passionate they were 
and and you know that they actually you know did something and and, and did it again and i was able to be involved in it so yep. i mean being being involved in history is just really uh it's it's just something that that's really neat i mean it's just it's it's hard to put words to it but you know the way you feel but it's just you know and and, and every day working for this company I feel that way. I'm blessed and I'm, I'm very humble. Um, anybody can come up. I'll talk to anybody anytime for as long as they want those kind of things. I, I just, I want this, I want this company to grow. I, I remember before Carol passed, I, you know, I, I made him a promise. I told him, I said, Carol, I says, I'll, I'll make you a promise that I'm going to keep this place going. I, I want to make sure that uh, your name and your history lives on. You know, I says, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's my goal in life. So everything, you know, everything we do, you know, we got a great team. I say I, because, you know, I might put the design together, but you know what, you can't do it without a team. I've got, uh, I've got guys that, you know, I, I couldn't live without, you know, that, mm -hmm. that do these things every day with us. And we get, we get so much done, you know, for a, for a small company, we can get things done so fast. You yeah. know, and I'm just I'm just blessed to be part of a part of a family like this and, and, and part of history like this. It's just it's really it's very humbling. It really is. Yeah, I mean, that's a it's a good um, it's a very big similarity that we have with us is, you know, a lot of these larger companies reach out to us because we're, we're a lot faster and they don't have to deal with, you know, we'll call it the red tape and all these other things where yeah. they just hire us. We come in, do what needs to get done. And then they're like, man. How do they do it so fast? And part of it is because, you know, again, we have a great team, <clears throat> but we don't have to deal with kind of the politics of everything going on, you know? Um, yeah. We're just there to I make something I think it has to do specific. with, I just think it has to do with being, you know, small and efficient, mm -hmm. agile, uh, yeah. and just really understanding uh, each other from working together for so long. You kind of develop this shorthand uh, understanding of, of everybody's intentions and, and, and their mindset. So that leads me to my question, Vince was what, what are your, what are some of the qualities that you look for when you're hiring new folks to bring on board to be a member of the team? How does that process work and how do you kind of filter out the right ones from the wrong ones? So um, we have uh, uh, in Texas, we actually have a Carroll Shelby college. So it's mm. a, uh, uh, you know, we actually, it's an automotive college. So you go in there and every year we'll bring uh, probably four, four to six of the college students here and we'll do an internship with them and they'll stay with us for about two months. And uh, some of those guys will go ahead and take on those guys, um, you know, put those them on the team. Another thing I do is I like to I like to look for younger guys. I really do, because the way that we have it structured here online uh, is you come in and you're doing you're basically doing one component. You know, so you'll do, I say one component, I mean like a suspension or, you know, you're doing interior or you're doing body or you're doing brakes, you know what I mean? Those mm -hmm. kind of things. So, so I can train you, you know, uh, as, as long as you have a, uh, a mechanical, you know, as long as you're, as long as you're mechanical, I can train you. But what I, what I do is I usually look for guys that are, you know, that have worked at dealerships or something like that and aren't happy with what they're doing or, or just a younger guy. I mean, I got, I brought a kid in to wash cars, super energetic, really good young kid. Um, he started out washing cars, actually started, you know, dumping trash and washing cars. Now he's online and he's uh, doing superchargers. 
you know, and, and it's w- within a year we, you know, we brought them up. So I, I like to bring the guys up that are, you know, that are here, but, but what I mainly look for is just somebody that's energetic, somebody that's going to be here every day. Um, that's, that's really big for me. If you show up every day, that's, that's 80% of it for me, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll train you how to do, you know, what to do. And I, I need somebody that's, you know, that, that, that has drive. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of guys that'll come in here and, and they want to come in and, and be part of Shelby, but they want to sit down and, you know, watch everybody else work. And that doesn't work. You know, right. we, we got a, we got a great crew and we do, we do something kind of neat here. Uh, we work four days a week. Uh, we start at four o'clock in the morning and we end at two 30 in the afternoon. And everybody goes, why the heck would you come in so early? Because in Vegas, it gets hot. And mm-hmm. after three o'clock, I lose productivity from everybody. Usually, you know what I mean? If I work eight yeah. hour days, another thing is I'm, I'm very family oriented. Um, I want to give you a, a three day weekend every weekend. If I can, I want you to be home with your kids. Um, if we have any overtime, I'll have you come in on Friday, but I, I don't want you working on Saturday. I don't let anybody work on Saturday, Sunday. You know, I, I, I family time is, is very important. That's, you know, I, I've just, learn that you know my whole life that you know how, how important family is and and that's how we treat our business here you know it's and i think that's why everybody's so happy we treat them like a family you know we do a lot of picnic lunches and you know barbecues and those kind of things and and whenever i go to the track uh, i'll always grab a couple guys and take the guys with us to the track so they know exactly what's going on um any kind of events or anything to make sure everybody goes with us to the events so they all can get in the cars and see what they're all about you know and, mm-hmm. and be excited about the product that you're you know that you're building you know these are these are you know i always tell everybody go these are dreams that we're building for people this is something that somebody's waited their whole life to get yeah. so i want you to put 150 percent into this car when the car leaves the door here i want it to be better than it was when it came in I want it to be somebody's dream and I want that car to last to where they can give that car to their kids, you know, mm-hmm. so their kids will be excited. So that's just, that's just kind of the philosophy we've always had here. And it's, it's worked really well. You know, I, I, so, I mean, you, you, I love what you're saying about the, um, you know, uh, making the car better for, for, for this person who's been waiting all their life, because, you know, there's been times in my life where, you know, I, I still have my original 1989 Mustang GT. It's, it's mm-hmm. there's nothing done to it maybe an exhaust that i that i smacked on it but but when i got the 2020 4 gt that to me was like i waited my life to get that car yeah. and when it came i mean i literally was crying my wife's like are you serious you're crying because of a car <laughs> you didn't even cry at our wedding i was like that's a different type of cry <laughs> you know but um uh... but but man i mean you know my son was there and you know he's 17 now so yeah i want to right now it's it's hard to pry that i got to pry the keys away from him <laughs> yeah i'll give it to him later on in life but right now it's like uh yeah no when we go out you could drive but i got to be in the car um yeah so, so I love that, you know, you guys put your, you know, your heart and soul into it. Um, do you guys do, you know, on occasion with our client's permission, you know, if we have to have some sort of uh, sequence in a movie, um, that they'll be like, hey, can you guys just take pictures of people and, you know, put them in? It's just like in the background doing whatever. And we're like, sure. Um, and we'll usually use the team here because it's fun, you know, to mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, our face is in this clip of the movie. Do you guys do anything or do you do anything where you're like, you'll sign underneath the car when nobody will ever see it in like the, you know, the, the wheel well or something like your, your name or something like that. I know on my engine, I, you know, it's, it's um, engraved in the name yeah. of uh, the person, but 
um, you know, I, I know there's certain specific like chalk marks and and marks that you know when uh, when a car is all original and it's rolling through Barrett Jackson or Meekum, it's like oh look, all these all these lines are still here where the where the, where the bolts were, stuff like you know crazy things that like uh, yeah. all these collectors want. Do you guys do anything like that? Uh, the kids sneak stuff in. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. That's what makes it personal. So yeah, they they sneak stuff in. We used to do it um, when we were when we were doing packages when you could bring the car to us or we would build it. Mm -hmm. um, we actually had a, a a signing badge on there. So when uh, when a you know the tech built the car, if it's a team of techs, both of them would sign the badge and put the you know it's a signature badge right that they would put under the hood. Um, we kind of went away from that, but we're probably going to bring it back on some of our specialty cars that we're doing right now. Uh, the The whole thing is the only thing I, I worry about is the guys that uh, that wash the cars and sweep and detail and and you know do the tires and those kind of things. They don't get to sign it, so right. I always felt bad for those guys that. They were part of the car, but they didn't get to be part of the car. So we kind of backed off on that a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of bring everybody back together again. But the guys, yeah, you'll find them signing their name yeah, under here, under there, sneaking it in. When we did, uh, I remember when we did the GTs uh, back in uh, six and seven, uh, we were doing, you know, we done did a couple thousand of those. And we had all kinds of new techs, you know, working in there. You jack those cars up, you're just going, oh my gosh. They had little little signs that they had under there and their names right. and you know, just all yeah. kinds I, of stuff like I that. I almost want to rip apart like the carpeting and stuff just to see if I find something in my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, man, it I gotta find really, something now. It's great. Yeah, it was funny. Little Easter you know, eggs. Yeah, yeah, little Easter eggs, exactly. It, it was funny. They they have a good time. And we never, you know, you, you don't get onto them. They're 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 having a good time. Well, I'll tell you, you know, even if I got a, a certificate you know, at the end that, you know, maybe the two head techs get to sign the, you know, engrave their name on the engine. But if I got a certificate, like this is every single person that worked on your car. Yeah. It, it, that, you know, that's a piece of history that, that, you know, it's similar to us with our work, you know, whether it's in tech or we're in film, you know, yeah. people are using these things and people, you know, I have all my documents for my cars and I'm, a, again, I'm, I'm a little bit of a, of a, of a maniac, but but I would love to have certain thing. It's like this person did this, this person did this, and then you go back in a couple of years, and you come to find out that they're no longer detailing the car. They're 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 doing the superchargers now. It's like wow, exactly. this person, this is great. You know, there yeah. was um, there's a there's a classic example. This the original Macintosh computer, uh, 1984. If you crack the case inside, is all the signatures of the engineers and Steve Jobs, and oh, really? uh, and yeah, and all the original creators of the Mac. And that's engraved in the uh, in inner case of the of the original. So yeah, very similar kind of pride and love of the product and wanting to just mm -hmm. have your have your name part of history. Well, after this podcast, now Shelby's and uh, eighty four <laughs> Max are going to go up in value. We're going to go on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot through the roof, right? Let's get yeah, them now before we can before we get to one of eggs. Touch on the future a little bit, uh, Vince. How do you see the sport of racing evolving? Uh, in the future, especially as new vehicles like electric vehicles are introduced. So you guys would be uh, surprised to know that we've been working on electric vehicles for probably about 10 years now. So it's, it's hmm. yeah, why Carol, Carol was still alive. We were, you know, that's, he knew, he knew what was coming. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a little slush fund that we put together, you know, me and him, and we would, you know, work on, you know, figuring out what was going to be the best and everything like that. And our technologies have changed a lot. Um, but right now um, we're in, I, I can't talk too much about it, but uh, I have new technologies that are coming out that are probably going to change a lot of stuff you see in the electric car company right now. So the wow. electric car world, basically. So we want to be, we we're working real hard. We've gone all over the world. We've uh, we've got some new tech we're bringing to the United States. Um, we'll be out like SEMA, uh, or CES, those kind of things. You'll see some. You'll see the stuff then. But uh, I want to bring a new technology. I want to bring uh, uh, a new way, a new way of doing things. Um, you know, we're still electric, but we just have a new way to do it and. Um, we're able to uh, give you more range, be able to charge your vehicles a lot faster, um, be able to, uh, you know, put more horsepower, you know, more, you know, more power down, more torque, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things. So right now we're, we're heavy into it right now. I mean, we're just, um, I, I have uh, probably three meetings a week on it. Uh, I'm building prototypes right now. And uh, we're getting ready to uh, just uh, blow people away with some neat stuff. So, um, you know, like I say, you know, I, I, I was like, like I told Carol, I, I, want, I want this company to be the best and I want it to be at the forefront of all the new technologies and stuff. So we, we do what we have to do to be there. And it's just, um, it's, it's, it's an, it's an exciting thing that we're doing right now. It's exciting. And, and uh, the, the things that are coming out is, you know, it's really hard to talk about something you can't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. But yeah, it's important get... to it, to embrace innovation, embrace the change rather than to fight it. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. no, we're, we're not going to fight anything like that. And, you know, I'm, I've always been in the mindset to that. I don't know everything. If I don't know something, I'm going to find somebody that knows. I want to learn something new every day. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you can learn something new every day, then then you know you, you're going to keep up. When you start getting static and say, "No, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about," you know, I, I know what I know the way it is. It, you can't be that way, and your and your company will never grow. That's that's right. just the way I think. I I need I need to do things that are that are new. I need to go out there and, and try stuff. You know, it's. I mean, a lot of stuff I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, go, if you have something, you know, for a Mustang or something, new engine component or something like that, send it to me. I'll try it. I'll test it. If it works, we'll, we'll co-brand it. And we'll both make some money. If it doesn't work, then I'll put a little thank you in the box and send it back to you. You know, <laughs> it's just one of those things. But if you don't, if you're not open-minded and you don't try new things, you know, you're, you're, you're never going to make it. So this is, you know, this company here has made it its whole time. I mean, that's that's what Carol was all about, was innovation, you know, trying something new. You know, just saying, yes, I can do it and go out there and prove that you can do it. That's that's how this, you know, that's how we've always been. So we're we're going to continue to be that way. So, yeah, we do have some neat, neat electric projects coming up. Awesome. So what do you have in your garage? What's your what's your daily driver? Tell me, I feel like you got like this, sta- this stable of like a thousand Shelbys, you know, in, in an airport hangar somewhere i just <laughs> no actually actually i had to sell most of my shelby's 
uh, just because I had to, uh, there was a Daytona coupe that was crawl of those calling my name. So we had to get that. So <laughs> shell a couple to make, to get one. I got it. I, I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you've been to the, if you've been to the, uh, the heritage center here, you saw a, a polished, uh, Daytona coupe in there. That's mine. Oh, wow. So, okay. I think yeah, I have pictures so of anyway, it. Yeah, do you? <laughs> I, I might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna search my uh, my camera roll, and you, I, I might you, have it. You probably do. Yeah. So, shiny. It's just shiny chrome, right? Or shiny. Yep, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Shiny buffed aluminum. So yeah. the the reason was is so when I did the uh, uh, the 2010, I had the uh, prototype for that, and then uh, 2012, I had the last of the series, the 350 series. I had that car. Uh, sold both of those cars and then had to get had to get this car because Carol's car was number 2000, which was the first of the CSX numbers. Uh, this is CSX 9999. So it's the last four digit number. So Carol had the first wow. car and I got the last. So, so you got to You got to, you know, it's priorities. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so not sending gotta, my kids through, through college. I'm just going to get another just, car. Get another car. It's yeah. priorities. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just doing what Vince told me to do, hon. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're going to be upset, but I drive a Jeep every day. So <laughs> uh, that's all right. I'm an incognito guy, <laughs> but you got to know that I drive. I drive Shelby's a lot because I have, you know, I have three or four shop cars. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My race cars and my my prototypes and those kind of things. So I'm always driving. I'm always driving to Shelby somewhere. But, uh, but the, the main thing is, is I, um, I'm a car guy. So I got a little bit of everything, mm -hmm. you know, I got everything from, you know, the, you said BMWs. Yes, I got one BMWs to Volkswagens, to, you know, the Suburbans to, <laughs> I got everything. I got right. probably about 16 cars, I think. So, wow. but I just, it's just, it, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, uh, I've always been into cars and, and I've got a problem. <laughs> yeah well you know i mean each car is a different personality so you know it, it is it, it, it depends on what you feel like and you know kind of what friend you want to hang out in yeah you know, the exactly. day you're going to work yeah. so i get it i mean there's a it, yeah there's a twisted sense to it but i totally understand you know yeah um, i drive my you know i, I got a you know f-250 i drive that a lot so it's just <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things i'm i'm not a guy that has to be seen in something fancy you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm a very down to earth guy and I'm just, you know, I, I need transportation and, but you know what, get me behind the wheel of one of these cars in the track and, and watch out, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We, you know, we do, we do a thing every year. Uh, we do a Shelby bash every year. And what we do is we get everybody that owns Shelby's and we invite them to a big party and we throw a big party for three, four days. And uh, we do everything from track events to um, scavenger hunts. Uh, we do a, a meet and greet night. We do a, kind of a cocktail night with comedians and those kind of things set up. And then we do a big banquet night where we get everybody together and, you know, kind of give everybody the the sneak peek of what's next, you know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, it's, it, and it's a way to get to meet everybody and, and get to talk everybody to, you know, talk to everybody that owns a Shelby. And it, it, it's great for us because we can actually, I want to hear your negatives. I want to hear your positives. I, I want to hear everything, you know? So, and, and this is a good way to do it. You know, they're a little biased because they all, all own Shelby's, but I want to know, you know, I want to know what's, you know, what's bad or, you know, what, what do we, what did we miss? 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it's fun. Here's an example. I'll just take a second to tell you a little story. So we uh, were out at the track, and this is a few years ago. And the GT had just come out. The GT had been out just for a couple of years. Um, I saw, I'm walking through the paddock. I got my suit on. I got my helmet. I'm walking down through the paddock, and I'm asking everybody how their cars are running for the day and everything. Um, I get to this one guy with a GT and asked him, I says, oh, I go, how, how do you like that car? It's one of my first cars I designed. So I go, how do you like the car? He goes, well, he goes, I don't know. He goes, I wish I would have bought the 500. And I'm all like, why is that? He says, well, I got to run in the slow groups. And I'm all, really? I go, is your car running okay? He goes, well, I think so. I go, do you mind if we go out on the track? I go, can I, can I take it out? Can we go out together and I'll, I'll make sure your car's running okay, you know? So he goes, well, he goes, it's the fast guys out there right now. He says, I don't know if we can get out there. I says, well, I know somebody. I said, they'll probably let me help. (laughs) (laughs) So we go out. uh, I'm the last guy out on the uh, last guy out on the line. So we let everybody go. Start driving his car, feeling it. Car feels good. It's nice, tight, feels good, everything like that. So I started getting into it. So uh, towards the end of the session, we've already passed everybody. We're first. (laughs) <laughs> we come at the end of the section in first place. I go, so I go, your car feels like it's running just fine. He says, you know, he says, I, I had no idea my car would do that. And I said, yeah, I says, we, we put everything in your car to go out there and win races. I says, what the problem is, I says, is you're, you're trying to overdrive your car. It says, take your time and learn your car. He mm-hmm. says, I want you to listen to the tires. I want you to listen to the, the way the suspension is. I want you to listen to your engine. I want you to listen to all these things. And I explained to him everything that I wanted him to do. So about two years later, I saw him at the track and I went up to him and he got this big old smile. And I says, I see you still got your GT. So you didn't buy a 500 yet. He says, no way. I'll never buy a 500. He goes, this is the best car I ever owned. He says, I'm having so much fun. He goes, I'm in the fast group now. He said, this is, he goes, I want to thank you so much for making me realize the potential of my car. So, I mean, stories like that just almost make you break up. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's so neat to, you know, to be able to give somebody something, you know, to somebody to be able to, where they could have so much enjoyment out of it and have so much fun and, you know, let them realize what it's, what it's all about. You know, we actually build, we, we build a car. We don't, we don't like, we, we always say, we don't put wings and stickers and, and, and stripes on cars. That's not what we do. We build you, we build you a vehicle that can go out and, and will do good on the track. And we test the cars to make sure that they will do good on the track. And that's what's exciting about this company is I'm not selling, I'm not selling you, you know, a, a pipe dream. I'm, I'm selling you a, a product that, that actually works. So, Well, you mentioned, um, you know, 80% is just showing up as far as, you know, uh, potential employees or, or, you know, mm-hmm. people that want to join the team. But do you have any other advice for anyone who wants to break into the automotive industry? Yeah, um, my advice is be humble. You know what I mean, uh, and and that's and I think that's the the main the, the main thing. So when you go into a company, you'll go into dealerships, so you go into a company like ours or something like that. Come in with an open mind. <clears throat> a lot of guys have experience. A lot of guys will try to help you, and and, and they do it in a roundabout way. You know, and then you're always going to have the one guy that, you know, you're never going to make it. You're, you know, you're going to, you know, you're you're messing it up or that kind of thing. Just, you know, take your time. Don't, 
don't judge everybody and, and, and don't try to be the hero right off the bat. You know, take your time, learn your trade, uh, try to learn as much as you can from as many people as you can be that guy that stays late and be that guy that gets there early. And, you know, you'll, you'll learn a lot of stuff. Keep your ears open. You know, when, when people are talking about something, instead of saying, Hey, I know how to do that. Listen to the way they do it. They might have a better way to do it. You know, this industry, this industry is, is changing daily. So you, you have to be up on everything. So most of my guys, you know, if I tell them, Hey, I need you to do this. Well, I've never done that before. Well, I'm going to put you with this guy. You know what I mean? Well, you never hear in, in my shop, you'll never hear them say, well, that's not my job. Mm. You know, that, that, that's the biggest problem. When somebody says, Hey, I need you to go. It's over not here. my job description. It's not in my job description. That is, that's a death sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's great advice. And I, I love what you said before too, about, you know, learning something new every day and having that curiosity and that humility yeah. that you don't know yeah. at all. And there's always more to learn and yeah. to listen to, to others and, and see what other knowledge that you can, uh, you can attain. Vince, you gave yeah. us some incredible wisdom today. Uh, we wanted <laughs> to wrap this up just by asking uh, what is next for Shelby? And then uh, how can our listeners get more info on you and Shelby American? Yeah, well, uh, they can go to uh, shelbyamerican.com or shelbyautos.com, anyone you want, or shelby.com. And uh, it's got all the information of everything that goes on, uh, you know, where our location is. We're here in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. We're right on the strip, right down from Mandalay Bay. Uh, we got a, uh, a nice heritage uh, museum set up here with some of the older cars, some of the newer cars. Uh, we always have all the prototypes in there, a nice store. You can actually view the factory. We do a, uh, we also do a tour. Uh, I think it's $60 for the tour, or $55, I think, for the tour. And you get about $65, $70 worth of a grab bag that you get. Mm. Plus, you get to go around and, and see everything, walk you around the museum, uh, explain to you what all the cars are. They walk you around the factory outside, you know, show you what's going on out there. So you kind of get to, you know, be part of that, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And if you just want to come in here and just check everything out, it's free to walk in. It's free to walk around the museum, you know, just come in, have a good time, ask questions. Uh, everybody, everybody is, you know, here to help you. They'll answer any questions you want. Uh, if you're real lucky, you can ask for me and I'll walk out and walk you around a little bit. But it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a family and it's just, uh, and it's heritage. It, it's a lot, a lot of good history here. Mm -hmm. As far as the future, um, like I say, during uh, CES time, those kind of things, um, you're going to see a, a lot of neat things, a lot of new things from Shelby coming out. Uh, I'm already working on the uh, 24, 25 cars. We've already got those both mainly in the can. Uh, I start receiving parts for them here shortly. We've already been working on them for a year or so. Um, I'm at the track every uh, every uh, Thursday and Friday doing testing with the cars. Uh, you check online, you'll see spy shots and stuff of the new car. Hmm. Um, it's all wrapped up, so you can't see it, but it's sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see spy shots of us out there. So, and uh, another thing I want to say is you, if you ever, you know, hear of a Shelby event going to be in your area and a track in your area, make sure you go. It's free, free to get in. Um, if it's a track event, uh, we usually got cars there. Either me or Gary Patterson will be there. Just walk up to the trailer and tell them you want to go for a ride. And we go ahead and we throw you in the right-hand seat and go for a good ride. Um, things like, you know, and, and, it's, and it's a good ride. Daytona, 
Um, when I run Daytona, I usually run with passengers in. I'll do about 135 in the corners. We'll hit about 160 wow. going down the straightaway. So it's a it's a ride. Amazing. It's not just a amazing. <laughs> You're not just going to go for a little putt. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I tell yeah. everybody, so the louder you scream, the faster. Drop in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the guys do yell louder than the girls a lot of times. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, All right. Well, Vince, thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate you being uh, yeah, it was awesome. a, a guest on the Perception Podcast. You know, we learned a ton. And uh, I, I will it. definitely be coming out to Vegas to visit you with my uh, – with my son because he already told me um when we were on the aiga uh zoom uh he's like get in touch with vince and you got to bring me there <laughs> i was like all right yeah. fine <laughs> you guys come on out like i say i got a lot of testing to do this year i'm just dialing suspensions right now mm -hmm. so uh i still got motor to go and still got body to go so there's a lot of testing so if you come out on uh thursday or friday or something like that you know come on out early in the week and uh get together and maybe even Saturday we'll go out and do some laps. Yeah, that would be a treat. Um, uh, a huge treat for, for me and my son. Um, yeah. But yeah, we appreciate you being on the, on the perception podcast and uh, best of luck to you and to Shelby. And we know that, uh, that, that company is going to be going strong into the future. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Right. Vince. Take care. All right. All right. Bye now. And that wraps up another episode of the perception podcast. As always, send any questions and comments to ask at experienceperception.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube channel. Sign up for our weekly newsletter on our site, experienceperception.com slash contact. Lastly, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and write a nice review. See you on the next episode.